You're listening to MeSearch, a podcast featuring Filipino perspectives. In this show, we talk to trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses in the community to find out more about what they do. Join us as we learn and get to the bottom of things. Stay tuned. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. Hey, everybody. Hey, me searchers. Hey, me searchers. Hey, me searchers. So, um, I felt a little awkward about that, like throwing in the me searchers thing, even though I know in the last episode we said we were going to start using that. Uh, maybe it just it's like one of those things that we need to just uh, keep using, and it'll yeah, it'll it'll stick eventually. But hello, yeah. me searchers. Yeah, we're going to break it in like a yeah. great, wonderful shoe <laughs> that uh-huh. we picked up from the uh-huh. store and are very excited about and can't wait to rock it. But ouch, it kind of hurts around my, um, the top of my foot. But after that, it's going to be just great. And it's going to be so awesome with this outfit. <laughs> 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 just like the level of detail that you're able to pull out of your butt is amazing <laughs> like you you always amaze me <laughs> oh my god thank you thank you so how you been i've been good i've been good let's see what's the haps what's the haps the haps is oh so uh just a fun fun little thing um We've accumulated enough Amazon gift cards, <laughs> and we got a little bit of birthday money, and we purchased a Nintendo Switch. Nice. And oh my god, has my life changed for the better. What kinds of games do you play on Nintendo Switch? So we already beat... <laughs> um, we, we've been playing... Um, Super Mario World 3D mm. and Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And um, Michael just picked up like old school Disney games. Like, so there's like Aladdin and <sighs> I forget the other one. That's all but does it like look like a 90s video game or is it like, yeah. okay, so it's yeah. like two dimensional, like they they go from like left to right on the screen. There's no like... <laughs> 360 oh, view I, or whatever i don't know i'm not too sure if it's 360 view because and like when they had a nintendo 64 it was already pretty 3d and also uh, yeah by the way my depth perception is not good so <laughs> i just want to apologize one more time to mike isberto for killing us in the game many times because i accidentally fell off the ledge. <laughs> I thought I was going straight, but actually I was going towards death. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that you were such a gamer. Oh my god. I'm I'm not like a huge, huge gamer. Mm-hmm. Um because but you know, if I had the means and the funds as a kid and a teenager, I'd probably be a total gamer because I do love video games. Mm. Um, and now that like, I mean, video games are still expensive, guys. It's not a cheap hobby. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, 
I, I like playing the games that we have and it'd be nice to continue to grow our collection of, of like games, but that'll take some time. Yeah. One game is like $60, $70 sometimes. That sounds about right. I mean, like, considering, like, my point of reference is, like, the 2000s and and prior, like, video Mm -hmm. games on, like, Super Nintendo and stuff. And, like, depending on the game, it could be around that much, like, usually in the 30s, 40s, or 50s. So, like, 60 bucks sounds pretty normal for a video game in today's world that's crazy but also hey, i don't know everyone in the chat let us know if you like to play video games what console you like to use and what your favorite game may be or even just answering one of those questions because we'd love to know also if you have any suggestions for nintendo switch games let me know how so yeah, that's that's kind of been like the new thing happening at home right now. Mm-hmm. It's been like <sighs> Nintendo Switch time. I even brought in brought it into bed last night, which probably is not a good idea because I was up a little bit later than I should have, trying mm-hmm. to to get more stars in this world because we beat the whole thing, but we haven't collected all the like stars that you can get for each like level Uh uh-huh so now we're just trying to get all the stars and find them Mm. okay i have a silly question and i love a silly question i am probably gonna sound very uninformed because i feel like i am but like a nintendo switch i imagine to be like a handheld game so does that mean each individual player if you're playing against one of the with if you're playing against one another on the same game, do you each have to have your own Nintendo Switch? Or are there controllers no. for a single? There's how does that work? So there's... the Switch console, mm-hmm. like there's like a thing, like a cradle that holds it. And then there's like the console. And then uh-huh. on that console on each side are two controllers. You can either play as one person. So like you can pick up the entire one console uh-huh. And play uh-huh. like I did in bed last night, which I shouldn't uh-huh. have been doing. And then if you want to play with another person, you can remove the controllers and play on together watching the screen. Or you can uh, send it over to your television. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. The Switch is so cool. Does anyone else have a Switch out here? Let us know. Would love to know. Let's give a quick shout out. Sure. Um, hello to Paul97, Yuri182021, Justine Beltran, Jenilyn, Jeppy. Is this oh. like... Is that Jeppy Jeppy? If oh, you yeah. are Jeppy Jeppy, hello. It's really nice to meet you. <laughs> Hi, Thank you Jeppy. for joining us. Um, Rochelle... And Anne Jane, and Jeanette. Ooh, that's pretty. Bubbly J Hack, Justine Cheng Cheng Casey Marina, um, Ms. Vrul Vlerl, I think. Bra. Bra. <laughs> Nia Kelly, 
Cassandra. Michael, hello. Hi. And hello to Jeppy. It's so nice to have you here and to meet you. By the way, like, the okay, so like the Kuma room is only set up to have like two people, but like in the future, we should have Jeppy on the show. (gasps) Um, Because I have, I think we should talk about your videos and like style of humor. I feel like it would be a good um, (gasps) conversation topic because there's a... Yeah, there's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said. Um, yeah, I don't want to get too deep into that right now because that could be like a whole hour conversation, and you're not even like able to join us right now. But thank you for being here. Thank you for being. <laughs> thank here. you for being here. And he said, "Sure, we will reach out to you." I'll Let's slide into t- your DMs, Jeffy. We will slide into your DMs. Yeah. I wish I knew how to sing hers slide song a little bit more, but I don't know the lyrics. But that's... Ooh, you better learn. I better learn. You better learn it. What about you, Boo? What's new with you? Uh, Well, I mean, you were talking about Amazon a moment ago. Um, One thing that I've been doing lately since uh, we no longer have our Netflix subscription mm-hmm. is we are renting videos, uh, renting movies on Amazon. Um, so I know that we just, I know that the latest scream just recently came out and it is available uh, for streaming. So on Amazon, we've been watching um, the scream series, like not <gasps> the series, I'm sorry, the scream film series so we started from like the first original scream mm-hmm. and we've been watching like every other every other night so um pretty soon uh hopefully in the next couple of days we'll be watching the newest scream <gasps> which uh is a long time coming because i think the first one was like in the mid 90s like 1997 mm-hmm. yes um which was it's... quite a while ago like there are probably some folks who are who are either um, in this Kumu Live or listening back to this as a an episode that we post on Spotify and whatnot, like they may not even have been born. Because I remember when the original Scream came out, I was a kid, so. And I, yeah. I, I still watched it and it was, it was good. But there's a lot to the film that I'm catching now as an adult. Um, it's an interesting watch to, to experience that like all over again. Jeppy says he wasn't born yet. <laughs> Liar! Liar! Pants on fire! Liar, liar, pants on fire! That's nice. Uh, How are you enjoying the series, the franchise, coming coming back to it? Do you... Is it scary to you? There are definitely moments that are scary. It's definitely more campy. If anything, mm-hmm. and I'm also more critical of like the way people handle themselves <laughs> on the in like in the film. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's just because the way that we handle things today with regards to technology and answering phones is different than it was like in 1997. Because <laughs> oh. oh man, not everybody had cell phones in mm-hmm. the 90s. And I think it was normal for people to always just pick up the phone regardless of who it was. Like there was no screening. Like it was 
um, the technology for screening your phone calls wasn't a norm until several years after that film was made. Mm-hmm. But like if if they were to make Scream today, and they did, I mean, like they're they're continuing the franchise. Um, I haven't seen it, but I imagine that you can, it has to be delivered in a different way because if you've seen the original Scream, you'll know that the the killer, the antagonist, mm-hmm. like harasses his his uh, victims over the phone before he goes after them. Mm-hmm. So in today's world, nobody even answers the phone. Like yeah. you screen your phone calls, and even if it is a person that you know, you don't answer it. It's like if it's an emergency, they'll leave a message or they'll text. Yeah. So you know, you know what's so funny? I posted, uh, I re- reposted on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was a really funny meme. It was like, um, I shoot, I wish I remember exactly how it was worded. Because the way that it was worded was so funny. So I'm totally going to butcher this right now. But pretty much this person tweeted like, um, I I still leave my number in a voicemail twice. Tell me I'm not <laughs> still stuck in the early 90s. <laughs> Dang, that's funny though, because I think I do that. I also. definitely do that. Anyone else still do that? <laughs> well, I think... I don't know. Well, okay. You know what? I do that if it's like a business because I don't know if they have like a cell phone. Okay. But they might. Like most places will be able to track the phone call. Yeah, that's true. Right? Okay. So like when I used to work in the office at CalArts, mm-hmm. my work phone. Oh, I I think it still, it did have caller ID. So never mind. I was going to say it didn't have caller ID and I wouldn't like, and you know, when people left messages, I didn't know who it was if they didn't leave a number, but that's not true. Yeah. Because caller ID is also so fucking archaic at this point. It's like if caller ID isn't on your like office phone, even that might be kind of weird. It Yeah, it is weird. It like, should be a norm. Like, yeah, it's like your lacking e- resource. Even if it's not like a name, like it should tell you what the phone number is. Yeah. Like that's, I, I feel like that's pretty standard. Everywhere that I've worked past 2004, well, maybe not past 2004, maybe like 2010. And everywhere that I've been post 2010, there has been a way to retrieve the phone number if yeah. somebody has left a, a voicemail. Even if you don't, even if it's just like breathing. Yeah. Like it will tell you (laughs) like voicemail from five, 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 blah, 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 blah. Five, 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 five. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I love that voice. I love that operator voice. Like that stoic, no feeling, matter of fact voice is just it just gives me fucking life (laughs) i don't know (laughs) why what's up leo leo says us trying to prank people by calling star 67 by calling with oh yeah i gotta block that number yeah you have to block it i don't i don't think that exists anymore 
I remember when um, Star 69 first came out Ooh. and then it was like, oh, dang, you can't prank call anybody anymore because they will call you back. Ooh, but also, hola. okay, so these days, <laughs> I don't know if Star 69 exists anymore. I assume not because people don't, at least maybe I'm speaking for myself. If somebody pranked me, I wouldn't bother wasting my time to call them back. Yeah, I would just be like, um... No. I would just block them. I yeah. would block them and then move on with my day. Yeah, we have the option to do that. How times have changed. How times Speaking have changed. of change. Ooh, that is a segue. <laughs> a segue. Should we do segue. like a little segue song when there's like a segue moment that pops up? I mean, we do have a segue song, but it's not like us singing. It's the... Oh, yeah. Dun, it's our, like, little... Dun, 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 dun. I don't even know how the... I don't remember what our song is, but I just know that it's... Uh, uh, I'll know it when I hear it. Oh, that's our <laughs> beginning song. Dun, 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 Okay, anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, y'all know it. Okay, anyway, if you're listening to the podcast, if you are on Kumu and are unfamiliar with the podcast... Thank yeah. you for joining us, and also take a listen to our podcast wherever you stream them podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get back on track? Yeah, sure. What are we talking about? Change. Tell us what we're talking about. Change. Yes, change. 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 If you like change, uh, throw your hands up in the chat. Uh, and if you like chains, change, Dustin, raise your hand. Oh, man. I don't <laughs> like change. Okay, tell it's us hard. about it. I mean, there's a lot of... Okay, so just like the process of change is difficult. Mm-hmm. Anytime, anytime that you are going through any sort of transition in life, I guess change and tra- tra- transition go hand in hand, but they're different. Mm-hmm. But like when you change something, there is a transition and that transition transition is hard. I suppose the change is is great because like um like taking taking fitness and health for an example like mm. I love having the I I love having changed into a healthier person after having exercised for like x amount of weeks but like the process of actually going through like building new habits and norms in my life um to get to that changed state that's mm-hmm. the transition and that is that is much more difficult to actually do. Cause it involves like work and like, um, reestablishing your way of life and having to do that takes a lot more, um, mental capacity. Cause mm-hmm. when you have a, a, when you have a system in place or, um, a routine, then you go on autopilot. Your brain doesn't have to think mm-hmm. there's like a lot less emotional and mental labor that, that is put into just like being. Mm-hmm. But when you want to reach a desired state or uh, a changed state, there's like planning and then you have to like move things around. You have to sometimes like, I don't know, like work with other people and that's like new and like new personalities is diff- are different. Um, and that takes a toll on your mental and emotional um, being. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, sometimes it's worth it, I suppose, depending on the change, it's worth it. But do I like it? Is it easy? Like, no, it's not. Whether or not you like choose for the change or the change just comes at you out of nowhere 
and you have hmm. to adjust. I don't know. I mean, I think if it's a change that comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. it's probably much harder because it's like, oh, I wasn't mentally prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't um, anticipating to have to go through this. There are other things that I prioritize. But if it was something that I wanted to happen, like something that I'm like, okay, this is something I strive to be, I strive to become. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like something that I have envisioned for myself. I think I met, I would probably be much more inclined to make it work, mm-hmm. um, but it would still be a lot of work. Yeah. What about you? Like, what are your thoughts on change? Change is hard. Change is always hard. Even if, yeah, good, bad, neutral-ish. Well, I don't think change is ever neutral. Like, I don't think... It's not. It's going to affect not. somebody. Yeah. If it's what, not you, it's going to affect somebody else. Yeah. And as much as, like, I feel like I welcome change, even if it is a good change, change is change. Change is adjustment in some way. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it does take a lot more um, emotional and uh, mental work to just simply adjust to anything, really. Um But change is something that I think just like time is like something I hate and I love. You know, I love change, but I also hate the, yeah, the amount of work that goes into just the adjustment, whether or not it's good or bad or comes at you out of nowhere or you choose it. It's just like, it really takes you out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. in some way, little or big, medium, small, large. Extra large, yeah. super size, all the things. Change is uncomfortable, but inevitable, says Flixie. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely something that everybody goes through. Um, and like after the change has already happened, you come out on the other side and you're different. You're grown. Like you've you've experienced growth. You've developed in, into, um, in most cases, like a better person because you've learned from the experience. But like the transition piece um, can be difficult because especially if you don't want the change to happen, then the transition is longer because you're fighting against it. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you navigate change usually say, um, what is something in your life that has changed recently? And what are the tools that you've, um, picked up along the way in this life so far that has helped you or something that you feel like you still need to work on, um, to navigate change? Hmm. I mean, the the most obvious for me that comes to mind is like, uh, like exercise and and healthy eating mm-hmm. because it hadn't been something. It's like it was something that I used to prioritize, but something that I stopped focusing on, like mm-hmm. in the within the last like five years. Yeah. Like frankly, when I was in graduate school, I just felt like school. And um, like advancing professionally was more important than my own like physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I just like to, I like to eat and like, I like to eat <laughs> like quote unquote poorly. Um, and that has, that had never changed. The only thing that was like variable in my life was like the exercise piece. Like I had gone through seasons of like not exercising and then exercising and then Um, especially in my twenties, like it was easier to just like eat a lot because my metabolism was great. 
coupled with exercise, like I didn't really have to like focus too much on like what I ate, Mm -hmm. but, um, exercise was just like a normal part of my routine. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like after I graduated from grad school in like 2019, I had all of this extra time, but then I found myself like 50 pounds heavier. Mm. Um, and I was like, what the hell happened? Um, and it took, uh, a lot of like trying like trial and error Mm. to get to figure out like what works for me to get back into better shape um and i'm still working on that i think what helped with that particular journey is like like frankly hiring somebody to keep me accountable because i have like as a working professional i have a lot of other things and also being like in a partnership um or in a relationship with my partner i just uh and focusing more of my energies on my relationships um, that I need more help than I used to when I was a single person, mm-hmm. um, just like organizing my day. So I have um, like this this coach who has helped me like prioritize things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been super helpful. Um, and also like creating a physical space that is conducive to exercise um, and also having healthy communication with my partner about like what I should be eating. Um, all of that has helped. And like, that's been a, like, frankly, a real, in, real inconvenience to my partner. So I'm very like grateful that he has been um, willing to be flexible because we used to, like eat out a lot and stuff. And like, that was just like a fun thing that we used to do as a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I have exercise equipment out in our loft, which used to be just like leisure hanging out space. But now it's like a space that I've commandeered for that purpose. Mm -hmm. So all of my stuff is just there. So it's like all of this change, which is good for me, is like inconveniencing another person. So what, regardless of whether or not the change is good, it's going to impact the folks in your circle and that's part of what makes things difficult well shout out to jamal and yeah shout outs to jamal like what a support supportive partner you have and i love that and that makes my heart swell that he's cheering you on even if this is a change for him like he's saying yes like whatever you need boo like we're going yeah. to get you. And to shout me. outs to Marcus Wolf, who <gasps> also is Filipino. Hey. Uh, remember how I, I was saying, like, I had I had hired a coach. Um, Marcus Wolf is my coach. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. You have made leaps and bounds. And um, I'm sure, like, your insights are so happy that they're getting all the good stuff. Like, the the work that you're putting in and like the nutrients you're putting in with your body with yeah. a healthier lifestyle but on the outside it is also reflecting that change so thanks congratulations i noticed my skin is a lot nicer Ooh, yeah your skin is saying thank you thank yeah, you for nourishing it's like me. all that water hydrate 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 mm, yes yeah we love it what about you what's like a change in your life recently that you've experienced um some sort of difficult transition or like maybe an easy transition but maybe for you but difficult for someone else yeah um i think teaching every day has been a transition for me i Mm. think it's something i haven't really thought about 
you know, I, before this, I was, um, just trying to do the acting thing. And now I'm also acting, or I mean, I'm also teaching every day and having to teach multiple subjects, um, mm-hmm. to, uh, a different age range every day, um, has been like a shock to my system. Um, and I've been really loving teaching lately. Um, at the beginning, it was hard because you have to learn how to like communicate so clearly <laughs> to, to folks. Cause you're relaying information, you're relaying instructions, you're relaying feelings and emotions and taking it in also. And, um, it's a lot, it's a lot to, um, it's a lot to take in and it's a lot to, um, change in your brain. Um, yeah. and it's been, it was really, really challenging at first. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in over my head. Um, mm. But I love it. I'm really loving teaching lately. And um, I love my students. I <laughs> Like the other day, I was just like, we were just watching TV. And I was like, you know what? I love my students. Um, and it was just like a nice, a nice mm. moment. A nice moment. Um but another thing that I've also been thinking about lately is death. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Wait, can we go back real quick? Yes. I have a question. Yeah. So regarding like your your experiences with, with teaching and like mm-hmm. having to go through that period of change and, tra- and transition, I'm I'm hearing from you that there was like a lot of like emotional and mental labor and like mental gymnastics to have to figure out how to relay information to different like populations of learners, mm-hmm. but now you're like super duper loving it. Like, how did you get to that point? What tools did you use or what resources or Ooh. like uh, support systems did you integrate into your daily life to get you to the point where you're like, I freaking love this. Surrender. Surrender. Can Surrender. you elaborate? Yeah, absolutely. So I think because change is clearly very hard and specifically this was this specific change was challenging for me. I wanted things to fit a certain way in my teaching and like even the content of what I I wanted to teach um and how I wanted to teach it. For example, like acting is a really niche thing and that's something that I realized not everyone wants to like dive straight into scene study. Um, mm-hmm. in the communities that I teach at. And as much as I wanted it to happen and as inviting as I allowed the space to be for acting, um, no one really wanted to do it, <laughs> mm. you know? I would want to learn acting from you which by the way like we should we should uh we should do that I know you and I have like talked about going to acting classes like I would love to engage in like the the learning of the of of the practice oh my god I would like you seem like such a fun teacher oh my god thank you I am a fun teacher (laughs) yeah um but 
yeah, I I kept trying to force this idea and force this thing onto my students and it just wasn't catching. So it was like, all right, I need to change my ideas about like one, my classes and like what my expectations are. Mm. Um, and two, how can I also lean into people who may not necessarily be excited about the art because I think my idea was like, Oh my gosh, like, isn't it just like fun to play? <laughs> like do yeah. like fun theater things. And like, um, we don't even have to do anything so serious, like scene study, you know, we can just like do like improv games and like, not to say that improv isn't serious. Improv is serious business guys, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just, I had to kind of take my ideas about how people consume um, theater and film and TV and, like, um, realize that everyone has a different relationship to that and um, going from there and seeing what other pathways I can use to welcome folks into the world of theater and acting and f uh, film and TV, it might not be exactly scene study or it might, it mm -hmm. might not exactly be um, improv, but how can we learn to appreciate this thing that I want to so badly share with you all in a way that is more pleasurable and inviting to my students. So mm -hmm. um, it was really hard for me to accept that no one wanted to play zip zap zop with me, <laughs> you know, or like yeah. read long ass plays with me or even do like uh, more table reading. And I did a little bit of table reading at first um, just to make people feel like, oh, you're a table read, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but something that, I have been noticing in, in my students is that they just like to observe and not necessarily be so immersed into the art um, with their entire being, but just like observing it and maybe noticing different things in film and TV. So now I have a film history class um, and that has been successful. So, you know, we're not on our feet, which is what I would really want to happen. Um, but we're still appreciating the art in a different way. And I love sharing films with my students. And maybe one day, maybe I'll find another pathway into more acting, like straight acting things. It sounds like what helped you is like, understanding the very that different people approach content differently and like just meeting them where they're at. Yeah. And it's yeah. like just surrendering to, so back to surrender is surrendering mm -hmm. to what is real. <laughs> and I think when change happens, I think our mind, I know for me, like it, it bargains it um, says, well, if we just do this and if we just do that or da 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 da, maybe I can just like convince them. No, 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 no. 
And I think that also goes with a lot of like, um, I'm trying to, to, to approach social justice matters maybe in a different way, because I feel like the things that like I'm doing when it comes to like social justice things, I don't know if I'm really reaching people, you know, with the, with the way that I've been approaching it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like, okay, well, if we want a more equitable world and what I'm doing now is maybe not changing the way that I want it to change. And like, I'm kind of also understanding, yeah, like you can't really change people. Just like you can talk to me all day about how Donald Trump is an amazing person. I won't change. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change my mind about whether I'm pro-life or pro-choice at this point, I'm not going to change my mind about how I um, see certain things, but maybe I will. I don't know. I'm open. And I guess that's also part of surrender, you know, like, yeah, it's just, I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Surrendering. Because then you can just like list, you can just allow yourself. I think if you leave yourself open, you allow yourself the the grace to learn mm-hmm. and to accept people for who they are and also to like allow your values to evolve over time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um with that, I think especially within the last couple of years where people have felt more safe to share and develop a deeper understanding about like things that are happening um mm-hmm. in our world. And, like, we so want to just, like, double down on our, like, ideas and double down on our Mm -hmm. perspectives, whether it be on social, especially on social media. And I think this is something that, like, I am definitely guilty of. Like, during, like, I think 2020 was just, like, social justice posts every single second of the day, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, and not to say don't do it. Because if that's working in some way for you, like, amazing. Like, yes, make that change. But I, for me, I'm surrendering surrendering to the fact that the way that I've been approaching things, um, I don't know. I feel like I can go about it in a different way because I'm, I'm just getting frustrated also with how things are not changing. Yeah. And then I just get mad at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and um it's taxing. It's taxing on me and it's not doing anything and then I just get sad. And so how I'm trying to find a new way, I'm trying to change <laughs> mm-hmm. so that I can be better at making change and yeah showing change and it and exemplifying change in a way that isn't maybe annoying online <laughs> yeah or, i think i mean what you just said like a key word and i think needs to just be said once again like the exemplifying because mm-hmm. we can only control ourselves we can't control other people's behaviors or feelings or like attitudes um, or values, we can probably change the way they behave or the way they respond or act, but it doesn't change how they feel. Like if, if, if we are able to change 
someone's behaviors, but they are not like uh, they they may not like support the change. Mm-hmm. They might just be doing it and like going through the motions without like actually being dedicated to the cause. Mm, yeah. So so like if you are if you're truly just focusing on yourself and like exemplifying who you wish who you uh, want in the world, then I think that's really impactful just by itself. Yeah. Like leading by example, leading, leading by um, like controlling your own narrative and your own ways of living life. And then people can choose for themselves based on the outcomes that you are able to achieve. Right. Yeah. And I don't want to be like, I personally don't want to, and not to say that if you are doing your thing online um, and trying to share um, messages that you feel can change the world, like, yes. But for me, I felt like I was being a lot more passive by just posting things and not Mm. actually diving in. And so, Uh, you know... And yeah, like performing it as opposed to like engaging with it. Yeah. And so like, I was like, am I, am I what I don't want to be? (laughs) Oh, snap. Yeah. Am I, am I what I don't want to be? And am I, am I engaging in a way that makes me mad about people? (laughs) And I think on, uh, on to some, to some level, yes. And there's mm-hmm. a lot more that I can do. There's a lot more that I can do. And, um, that takes self reflection. It takes a little bit more reading. Um, mm-hmm. it takes a lot more talking to people, you know, and I feel like I've, I've been better at that. And yeah. And you know something about like change within self is it's hard to admit things about yourself that need to change. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh I can probably identify some stuff like in myself anyway. Um dang. Yeah, yeah that's hard. It's very hard. But you know what? I feel like also something about this year this past year, year or two. Um, shout out to Sharon, who is my therapist. She's Filipina. So like we get to like really talk about things that I feel like she understands. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things that have come to light for me, like my people pleasing mm-hmm. and stuff, things of that nature, not speaking up for myself. Um things about like my my past and like my childhood were these are all things that like I had I feel like I had a hard time confronting about myself but mm-hmm. once I did once I surrendered to the truth then I got to the truth <laughs> ooh and ooh. it was just this really wonderful it's been this wonderful year of truly embracing my shadow and my light. Mm. And we all have vices and we all have things to work on. But instead of like 
I think something that I used to do was talk so poorly to myself about these shadow parts of myself, because I think, um, well, Jordan's here. Last time he was here, I was talking about how, like, for me, if I were to be a color, I feel like it would be yellow. It's my favorite color, Mm -hmm. first of all. And I feel like I'm a bright, wonderful person. And I feel like yellow exemplifies the light that I offer to this world. However, on the same Mm -hmm. token, my other color equally is black. The darkness. Oh, like a bubble. Like noir. Noir. I'm noir. Mm. And yeah. And I think like that was something that I was like kind of ashamed of. Like Mm -hmm. as a kid, I used to love watching Black Hole Sun, like the music video. Dude, that music video is really cool. Right? It's so cool. But I think because the way that I was conditioned to think bubbly, cute, you have to be cute and you got to be like, you know, smiley and yeah. me, me, and like anything that's like a little bit on the twisty, like, like, um, mm, I don't know, not as like cheerful and especially mm-hmm. as a woman, as a girl, like, ooh, mm-hmm. bad. But I was like, fuck. I love Black Hole Sun. I love Soundgarden. I freaking love Nirvana. And I felt like that was something that I had to kind of tuck away because it was like so like kind of disturbing. Uh, quote unquote disturbing. But I know you had a mohawk at one point. <laughs> I did. How punk. Did you me. have like smoky eyeliner and oh, like yeah. gloves without the fingers? You know, I think maybe for a performance, I have. <laughs> I don't know if, like, I walked That's around the so mall. so Nirvana. So rock and Nirvana. roll. But, um, yeah. Surrender. Surrender has made me grow exponentially and has also given me the pathway to love myself more. Mm. My yellow and my noir. It sounds like you are uh, on your way to becoming and like constantly on this positive change and your therapist has given you a lot of great strategies to like reflect and work on yourself. Um, So let's get back into this conversation about death. Yeah. What about death? Death? um, I feel like I've been been thinking a lot about death lately just because... We're getting older. <laughs> yes. I got to talk and, to you about that. Like I've been having oh a moment. Oh my God. I've been having, I I even tweeted today, like, is it possible to have a second quarter life crisis because I was just feeling some type of way, but continue like you, you, you say your, your piece and let me just save my yeah. story. Yeah. 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 I, um, you know, we're not spring chickens, but we're not, um, what society considers old you Mm -hmm. know but i feel like in my body um which is so cliche like when i wake up like my back hurts (laughs) yeah you know things like that my feet hurt my feet hurt a lot yeah it's like oh there's the pains are happening i see i see the growing pains um and i think because i have surrendered to so much um, and I have done so much work, um, just 
on the inside this past mm-hmm. year and um my past birthday uh with my past birthday coming up and um kind of having this be like the anniversary of like my first like really intense panic attack and going to um the ER mm-hmm. <laughs> for it because I thought I was actually dying like if anyone has ever had a panic attack like and like they don't know what it is you know like it feels like this is the end oh this it it, fe- it felt for me it felt like a heart attack i thought i was going to die um and i wasn't of course and i went to the doctor i went to the hospital they're like you're fine you're just having a panic attack i'm like oh okay you're just well, having a panic attack <laughs> despite it being the worst feeling yeah but I think this, after a year, being a root, removed from that after a year, I think I've just been so much in this existential space, like questioning time, questioning, um, going deeper into my questions about society and like, what is all this for, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So now I'm in, at this point where what else can I do right now other than like be in the moment and just appreciate all the things that I have now? Good, good change, bad change, because I'm going to die one day and (laughs) it's going by so quick. It's going by so quick when people say, again, another cliche, you're just a blip. You're just a blip in the whole scheme of things. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, actually, this life that I have is a fucking blip. Yeah. I feel that way too sometimes. Yeah. And I can't believe, like, you know, we're going to be old titos <laughs> and soon, like, lolos and lolas. And what are, what are we going to be talking about that day? And just thinking about, like, I go to, I go to this I go into the rabbit hole of like god I can't even like like our parents and their generation they have watched so many people pass away already from their circles. Yeah. And thinking about getting to that point where we're saying goodbye to one another is like Oh my god, don't say that right now. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I know. Okay, okay. No, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And yeah, like yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that like the idea of death used to be so attached with guilt for me really why because it was like i think growing up like oh like my mom would be like oh you'll regret it when i'm gone you know yeah yeah things like that like oh you should do this because you don't want to regret x y and z when i die (laughs) like when (laughs) somebody else dies when somebody else dies but like what about me will i regret all the things that I did or didn't do when I die, like, we're so focused on, like, how... And yes, absolutely, like, think about how you're treating others. (laughs) But, like, we often forget how we treat ourselves. And I don't want to die, because I know that... I know in my heart of hearts, I have done the best that I have... I I could do for everyone around me. I, I I I can honestly say that. I feel like I always do my best. And I know that I fall short and I'm sorry. <laughs> but I really try. I really and at the very least I try to make the people that I love feel seen. 
at the very least. I may fuck up with, like, I don't know, like, scheduling, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But um, I, 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 I can leave this place knowing that I did my best for for my loved ones, but I can't really say I did the best for myself just yet. And mm. I don't want to feel that because I was given this gift of life to, to, to be here on this earth, to have, have the amount of time that I have here to be me. And yeah. I don't want to regret not being able to be me because I think that's the one thing that we should be the best at. Whatever yeah. that may be. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you. Okay. So I like was right. I tell you, told you before, like I'm, I'm journaling like almost every day. Well, I journal mm-hmm. like every day. Like today I like wrote something to that effect. Like, have I wasted my life? I feel like I'm old and I'm going to die. <laughs> Like something like that. Like it's it's so timely that we're having this conversation because like literally that was what I spent like three pages writing about. Yeah. Oh man. We can, we can talk more about like, this is a whole, like we, we should go eat and maybe something healthy and fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, cause I would love to like, just talk to you. I don't know if this is, maybe this is a podcast episode. Maybe it's not, maybe it's just like a you and me moment. Yeah. But like, um. Yeah, this is like we've come to a point, huh, Boo? <laughs> yeah, we have, and like I'm and feeling, think- I'm feeling so many emotions about it. Like, yeah, and like frankly, some of it's, it's it's not all good emotions. Like, just okay. to be honest, yeah, that's okay. Lean in, lean into those emotions, and just yeah. doesn't mean like you like sit and wallow in the emotions that are a little bit more challenging or, um, and I don't even want to say they're bad or negative because they're Mm -hmm. just real emotions. They're just emotions. And I think when we attach like good and bad to it, that's where it kind of fucks us up. That's true. And it's also like these, these feelings that we have, like they change from day to day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm here for everything you're feeling, Boo. Oh, thanks. And it's absolutely natural. And yeah. And yeah. Here. I guess the bottom line is like we don't want to live life with regrets, you know? Yeah, no regrets. No. And <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. And like something that I've also been thinking about on that note, it's like what what would you actually regret? Because I know we're hustling. I know we are hustling, right? But are we missing things that don't pertain to the hustle? Yeah. Because we're hustling so hard. Yeah. It's like we're we're working so hard to achieve something or to reach something that we don't have. That we're forgetting all of the things that we do have. Yeah. Like... I freaking love just sitting on the couch with Mike playing fucking Nintendo Switch or like, (laughs) you know, and it may be counterproductive to like the hustle and the grind, but those are moments that, that you're going to remember when you go. Yeah, that's true. And I think, how do we find the balance then, you know? Yeah. 
it's all about balance. Like we can't just be one-sided and like always just all into like our productivity and like, or even like all the other things when like right here, right here, like Mm -hmm. even just within ourselves, like just being in our bodies and just being is like joy. Yeah. That reminds me, I I just recently updated my CV and I was looking uh-huh. through all of those, like all of my pages of like accomplishments and events that I've participated in, like conferences and stuff. And I'm like, who is this person? I don't remember half of these things that I've done, but it's like all of these other things outside of that, the fun things, the silly things, like the moments I spend with you and all of my other friends and family that I remember. Yeah. And as, as, as proud I am of you and everything that you do and your constant grind, boo, because honestly, you're one of the hardest workers I know, but I'm, that's like on the list of things I love about you. It's not number one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, and I, I, it's, it's up there because like, honestly, like Dustin, you are one of the hardest workers I know, truly. Like you are always grinding. And I'm very proud of you for that because it's, it's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of sacrifice. Just even like your health journey and like, um, performing and like taking classes. You're grinding, dude. Mm. But as much as I admire that about you, I just love you. You better not make me cry at the end of this episode. I haven't cried in an episode in like months. <laughs> I know. Stop I'm it crying. now. Ah. <laughs> Stop it now. Stop it now. It's like obviously like my coping mechanism is making like fucking weird ass noises and shit. Oh my God. Same. Same. <laughs> same. And I think this is why we understand each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fucking A. Fuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> shit. Y'all like this is okay. We're like way, way beyond time. <laughs> so thank you for sticking around everybody who's watching this. Um, maybe let's not leave it on such a somber note. Okay. What is a pos- what's a positive affirmation you'd like to leave everyone with? Have fun. God damn, that's good. That's good shit. You're a fun Crystal. person. You are a fun person. <laughs> okay, my positive affirmation is God or whatever power you believe in, the universe the the forces of the world they're all working together to see you succeed yes yeah yes mm. and um mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm just going to leave it at that cuz i was going to say yeah. something but, but i'm just going to leave it at that yeah, yeah. think think hard mull over all of this this great conversation that crystal and i have had this was a very good episode for the folks listening, for the folks watching on this Kumu Live, thank you for being part of this journey and being part of our, like, frankly, this is part of our legacy when we die. <laughs> <laughs> thank you yes. for being part of this. Yeah. Um, follow us at follow us at Research <laughs> Podcast. Um, follow and Crystal. <laughs> Where can people yeah. follow you, Crystal? 
Crystal Tugatti. And also, feel free to welcome me into your Instagram feed if you are looking for food things, because food things are something in this lifetime that has brought me so much joy. And if you want to share that joy with me, um, I'm also starting to not post as much again. <laughs> social media is hard. And also, I'm also just trying to live my life and be present. Yo, that's um, awesome. And some I have too many pictures that I've taken of food things. And I'm just like, damn, I just want to eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I love yeah. your food pictures. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, so follow me at Hungry Eyes Tugati as well. That's just on Instagram. And you can fi- follow my handle, Chris Tugati, on any other um, social media sites. But it's kind of crickets. But follow me anyway. We'll see. Yeah. She'll surprise you. As soon as she has the inclination to start posting, you'll be like, ah, oh, damn, that's good shit. Anyway, yeah. follow me at It's Dustin Dom, Dustin Domingo, at It's Dustin Dom, five, five, five. Five 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 five. <laughs> Pacific Standard Time now is seven twenty-two Pacific Standard Time. Do you know what number that was? Do you remember? It was uh, like Is that four one one? Was it four one one? No, no, well, it was like know. star I forget. If you remember, let us know. Uh leave us a comment. Also, let us know what you think about the podcast. Yeah. Rate us, leave a review. Yeah, even if it's like, God, uh, these people are so nice. <laughs> <It's> God, like, <laughs> uh, these people are so dumb. Like, obviously, they're in a midlife crisis. I don't know what possesses them to think that they have the audacity to call themselves quarter lifers. <laughs> <laughs> What is this me search? What an interesting and not as fun title. Guess what it is. It but is. if you feel that way, that's also fine. It's <laughs> but just fine let and us valid. Know. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> leave here. a comment, leave a review. I surrender. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us. Uh, let's clap out. Yay! Yay! Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. MeSearch is produced and hosted by Dustin Domingo and Crystal Tugatti. Editing by Dustin Domingo. If you enjoy MeSearch, make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure to check us out at MeSearchPodcast.com and follow us at MeSearchPodcast. We're going to get to the bottom of things. This is MeSearch, folks. Woo-hoo!